It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire customer. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington. Broadcasting from the Eagle Broadcasting Studios here in beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. In the studio with me, as always, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. What's Gre- up, man? Yeah, greetings and salutations. Glad to be back. Also in the studio, we have I'm I'm a big fan of this guy. He's he's been with Southern Miss now for a decade. Worked with him in many capacities over the years. We have got, I think this is the right title, Senior Associate Athletics Director for Development, Brian Morrison is here in studio today. What's going on, Brian? How are you, Jamie? Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming in. So we so obviously we're going to talk about him, what he does, the Eagle Club, how you can be a part of it. We we're going to have have a great time today. A little bit of news before we get started. Fall camp kicked off this week. Eagles hit the practice field today. You can check out Twitter, check out the Southern Miss website. They have a press release on that. No late breaking news as far as that goes, but you know, it's here. Practice is here. Fired up. I'm fired up. I'm ready to, to focus, motivated, yeah, ready to go. I, I meant to make that that beach bash down there on the coast, but uh, it turns out when you're a parent, sometimes you have to not do that and be a superhero instead at the house. So that's what I did. I don't think I'm a parent, but I was going <laughs> to go to the one in Jackson, and the day just got busier and busier. And before I knew it, it was 6 o'clock, and I was still in Hattiesburg. So... I hate I missed it. I was looking forward to it. I was, to be honest with you, I was really upset and I was driving and I got to about Mendenhall and ESPN radio just totally changed gears with some lake breaking news out of the north part of the state. And it totally changed the rest of my ride and my demeanor. Uh, I haven't been so depressed about missing the Jackson <laughs> All-Star Party. Um, also this week, Tuesday, August the 1st, the second annual Last for Life comedy show will take place at the Sanger Theater in Hattiesburg. Tickets, are, we have a few tickets left. Laughs, the number four, life.com. This year's headliner, Bill Ingvall. So if you go back to the archive, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, last week, Bill Ingvall was on this show. So go back, listen to that episode. Also, we put out a, a special episode with an interview I did last year with Brittany Wagner from Last Chance You. So those two episodes are, were put up last week. Go check them out. I hope you enjoy. We also have a new assistant basketball coach, former University of Arkansas Little Rock, Euler. Head coach Steve Shields was named as an assistant coach for basketball here at Southern Miss, replacing Chris Croft, who is moving on to take an assistant professorship of sports management at Southern Miss. So congratulations to uh, Coach Croft, and uh, welcome welcome to Southern Miss, Steve Shields. I know he had some good teams at Euler. He's been an assistant at Missouri for the past few years, so hopefully basketball can get back on the right track. All right, so Brian Morrison here in studio. Brian, how did you end up at Southern Miss? Uh, kind of a, a long story that I'll break down. Uh, my senior year, I went to Ohio University. That's where I went to college, Ohio University. little uh, small town in southeastern Ohio, Athens, Ohio. Great college town. Um, met a kind of distant family friend um, at, a, at a family function. He knew he was at Southern Miss at the time in the athletic department, knew I had aspirations to work in intercollegiate athletics. About a week after I uh, left this function, he called me and said, uh, I need a graduate assistant uh, in my department. It was athletics, marketing, and sales. 
said, would you be interested? Said, never been to Mississippi, but uh, definitely sounds like something I'm interested in. So hurried up, got all my stuff in order in terms of getting applied for graduate school and uh, came down actually about a week from 10 years ago, came down August 2007. Wow. Um, and so I've I've just had a, a tremendous time here. So do you remember the GMAC Bowl the year before that? I do. I, I, was, <laughs> I was sitting in my fraternity room with, uh, with a bunch of friends and uh, watched the, uh, the Bobcats get annihilated by the Golden Eagles that night. Oh, I, was, I think it was a Monday rainy night. Yeah, it was. Yep. Uh, but it was, it was, I mean, it was a good time for us. I, I, I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you came to the dark side. Now, yeah, you've had a number of jobs here at Southern Miss, coordinator of athletic marketing and sales. You've kind of just worked your way up. What what has what about Southern Miss has made you decide to stick around here? You know, honestly, it's and this is not to be cliche. I know people say it, but I do truly mean it. It's the people. Um, you know, the people of Mississippi, the people at Southern Miss. Um, as I was sharing with you earlier, uh, you know, upon getting ready to graduate from graduate school, um, it was the summer of two thousand eight around several different places, had an opportunity at Oregon. And about a week later, uh, many of you probably remember Scott Carr. Oh, yeah. I know you know him, Jamie. Uh, he's one of my mentors, a very good guy. I respect him tremendously. Came down to my offices and said, hey, we, we've got an opportunity. Would uh, would you like to take it? Um, and, and really didn't have to think about it long at all. Jumped on it. It was one of those things. Casey, my wife now, uh, at the time was my girlfriend. She had come down and we said, you know what, if, if ever in our opportunity we have a chance to come back to Mississippi, we want to do it. And it just so happened we were able to do it a lot quicker than we wanted to, or that we knew we would. We're going to take a break. We're going to have more with Brian Morrison. You guys come right back to us right here on To The Top Talk. We are back right here on To The Top Talk. I'm in studio with Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey and Brian Morrison from the Southern Miss Athletic Department. I'm not reading your whole title again, Brian. That's a bit extensive. So <laughs> not a problem. You are the Senior Associate Athletics Director for Development here at Southern Miss. What all does that position entail? Um, you know, very encompassing. Uh, work hand-in-hand hand with our Senior Associate of External Relations, Stephen Pugh, um, who handles all of our communications, marketing. And then from our side, we handle really all of the, the fundraising, um, whether that be you know cash gifts, trade gifts that help us offset expenses, friend raising, uh, bringing people to the program, uh, various other really vehicles that can help us be successful. When I say us, I mean our student athletes and our coaches to be successful, uh, to you know, put a good product on their playing surface and then make the University of Southern Mississippi proud. And really, at the end of the day, it's it's to support the educational mission of the university. And one of the, one of the main reasons I wanted to bring you on is because you know I want our listeners out there that that aren't in the Eagle Club to consider joining. I got a birthday coming up Friday. If you want, if you're not coming to Last for Life, or even if you are, join the Eagle Club this Friday. Best gift you can give. There's a lot of benefits that go on with it. So, for the listeners out there who may not know, or who may think they know and and, and might not have an idea, what exactly is the Eagle Club? Yep, the Eagle Club is our annual fund component of the Southern Miss Athletic Foundation. So. Uh, right around 2000, um, the athletic department recognized that we need to create a 501c3 for our fundraising avenues. 
um, set up an advisory board, board of directors, to make sure that everything is done properly, uh, get their input, and have them help us engage other community members and alums in the program. So the Eagle Club is the annual fund portion of that. Um, you know, very similar to an alumni membership, although with the Eagle Club, uh, there's numerous benefits to it. You know, number one, you know, I think the biggest benefit is you're making a difference in all of our student-athletes' lives. You're directly 100% of what you donate goes towards their scholarships. Um, anything you give to the Eagle Club, all of it goes towards scholarships. Um, with that, like I said, benefits uh, gets you parking priority at football, men's basketball, gets you seating priority, uh, postseason events where tickets are hard to come by, gets you priority, you know, to, bop to purchase those. Uh, in addition, you know, it's really a, it's a connection to the university and the athletic department. Um, as I've told, you know, you and I, and I hope anybody on here, my number's on the website. I'll, I'll even get, you know, I'll give it to everybody at the end of the show. Please feel free to call me or any member of my staff. We, I mean, we're here truly to serve our fans, our alums, and any constituent that wants to support our program. Uh, you do a great job of it, man. I, I think you took, you started this current position you're in, I guess, three years ago, and, and the Eagle Club membership is, has steadily increased over the past few years. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, tremendous opportunity, kind of going back to that last segment, uh, had an opportunity in athletics for a couple of years, had an opportunity to go work for the vice president of advancement uh, for the university for a couple of years, and then came back into athletics and uh, end of the summer of 2015, had the opportunity, was elevated to this role, uh, and it, it, it's just been tremendous. Now, there's been a lot of turnover, and I mean, changing gears real quick, I mean, you had Bill McGillis uh, went out to San Diego, what's up, Bill, if you're listening, and... You know, there's been, you know, you mentioned Stephen uh, Pugh, is that right? That's correct. He replaced Brent Jones. You had John Gilbert. What, what, what's kind of like the atmosphere like right now in the athletic department? It's really, really good. And, and you know, a credit going back to the previous athletic directors and staffs uh, talking about, you know, Southern Miss has just a great teamwork mentality. And I think that, you know, that trickles down to the student athletes from the coaches and the staff just getting along and figuring out a way to make things work. And you don't always see that at other athletic departments. Um, I've interned at places or have friends at other places and they're calling constant complaining of, you know, you won't believe what this coach did, but you know, here it's truly everybody has respect for each other, wants to work together. And so, um, you know, John has, has come in and has done a fantastic job early on uh, every, you know, a lot of excitement going on. We're getting a lot of good things done right now. Um, and, and I'm really looking forward to the school year starting in this fall. So changing the gears back to the Eagle Club. So if you're a Southern Miss fan, why is it important for you to join the Eagle Club? You know, number one, um, you know, it's no lie. And as you see it with everything across the state, uh, the funding from the state to any institution of higher learning, any state institution is decreasing. Um, you know, it's we're no different from Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Delta State. You look at them, they're all decreasing. And so, number one, that that's one area that, that we can generate funds is through philanthropic giving through the Eagle Club. So I think that's number one. That's that's a priority. Number two, it you know, it shows your connection and your pride with your university. Um, you know, that's a – it's something that's pretty special when a coach can go out and they're recruiting a student athlete and they say, you know, this town's behind behind this university and behind your son or daughter if they commit to come to Southern Miss. So I think it's just a sense of pride, uh, especially with your alums, um, that, it, you know, it rallies behind and, and shows those student athletes that we're behind you. We, we want to support you. Um, and, and we sit down and we talk with them of, you know, your scholarship's not just waived. It's not just an imaginary money tree out back. We go shake. It's somebody's making a sacrifice, you know, instead of, 
taking a vacation this weekend. They're donating to the Eagle Club to you know to support your scholarship. Do you have an idea about how much those scholarships run per athlete? Yeah, it's um, you know on average, uh, you know you factor in. We've got some student athletes that are in state, some are out of state with out of state tuition. But I mean, you're looking easily fifteen to twenty thousand a year. Just just you know scholarship, uh, room and board, tuition, those sorts of things. That's that's roughly what you're looking at, uh, and those costs continue to increase every year. We've talked about, you know, some of the benefits. So let's just reiterate some of these. So, I, and I got these off your your brochure that you send out every year. So first off, you've got, you know, supporting the education of a student athlete, which, you know, at the heart of things, that's, that's really what it's all about. But you can, they're tax deductible. Uh, you get a discount card, which you can use it in several businesses. So if you go on the southernmiss.com, there's a uh, a list of them on the website of, of where you can get discounts, whether it's tires or jewelry or, you know, restaurants. Um, exclusive Eagle Club functions. Uh, I believe there's a tie-in with one coming up next week. Correct. Priority seating, which is very important. You know, if you want to keep the seats you have, uh, I think bumping our way ahead of our where we have to be to keep our current seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you know, I'm always going to pay more than that to make sure I have them. Parking passes. It's been it's been tough right now with parking. It has that. Uh you know, it's it, it, it's both sides because you love to see the growth on campus. I mean, I think uh, President Bennett has just done a phenomenal job with campus. I mean, if you oh, look yeah. at three, four years ago, we had a tornado that came through. And, you know, a lot of us were sitting there going, man, this is, this is the worst thing that could happen to us. And, you know, what he has done with his leadership team to transform that campus uh, is just phenomenal. We took a, you know, it could be considered a, you know, tragedy and made something good out of it. Uh, really took a chance to, you know, bring new green spaces in. New buildings with Sienna Hall, Asbury Hall, the nursing, um, you know, the new dorms. Uh, I mean, campus is, it's just gorgeous right now. Um, and so I think that's that's been a huge attribute as well. And, yeah, that's got to be a big incentive because Elam Arms is gone. There's no parking over there, you know. I mean, there's still there's still parking there. It's not as much as you might not li- as you might like, but it's great having that past where you can get to park a little closer. Absolutely, yeah, and that, you're right. It's uh, it definitely is probably one of the biggest benefits, uh, you know, of the Eagle Club is having that football pass on game day, where you, you know, if 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 you're working all day on Saturday and you got to show up ten minutes before the game, that if you've got that Eagle Club parking pass, know that there's going to be a spot there waiting on you, and not having to have to drive around the uh, perimeter of campus trying to you know hunt a patch of grass or dirt just to park on. Yeah, I and mean, if there's a monsoon, which we get at least two of those a year. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, for, for certain levels, I think 500 and up, there's football program recognition. And you also have packages for recent graduates if you graduated in the past three years, which I think that was an excellent idea to draw new new uh, new members in. Absolutely. I'm you know very proud of that. That program continues to grow each year. Uh, Cody Bilstein on our staff, who uh, is, is a young alum himself, does a phenomenal job with that, making connections with the, the new recent grads. And it's, you know, that's that kind of reaching out to them of, hey, we, we know you're getting your feet started. We were all there. Um, you know, we, we want to help you stay involved and, and be a part of this. And then, you know, once you reach the time where financially you're stable, you know, want you to continue to invest in us. And, you know, I know you probably wouldn't say this, but if, you know, if we want to get to that next level, we're going to have to step our game up. Southern Miss has always been a place that's overachieved. You know, we, we've always had one of the smaller budgets in, in whatever, you know, conference or affiliation we were in, but we always were able to win games in that conference or in that affiliation. And we were always, you know, able to be one of the best athletic programs um, 
in our class and you know it's, it's, we've never had the financial support to match what we've been able to achieve so I, I just think imagine what we could do if we were able to get that kind of financial support especially like you said you know now you've got what is it cost of cost, cost of attendance cost of attendance and everything that's going into that so that kind of stuff's going up tv contracts are going down so uh we want to keep moving forward we, we really need to step our game up and and uh, I, I've enjoyed being an Eagle Club member. Jason's been a, a member for the past couple of years. Yeah, well, you you got you got me into it. Me of all people, you know, I, I should have been in it the entire time, but um, I never really was approached by anyone, honestly. And um, until Jamie told me about it, and then I did. Then the next year, I tried to go up a level, and then this year, I went up another level. So I think that's the way you got to do it. And honestly, I think it's really the best way to uh, to bridge the gap between you know those high resource teams and where we are. If, if people want to come to the games and they say, why don't we have the chair backs here. Why don't we do? You know, why does it not look this way? I went to an Auburn game or whatever, and it looked like this. This is one way for it to happen a little easier, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, and and you know, I definitely appreciate both your guys' support. Like you said, you 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 both have done everything you can and continue to increase. And you know, I know it's not always easy when you're looking at the monthly finances, um, but uh, you know, that's what's special. Like I said about Southern Miss and the people that, that they find a way to make it do it, make it work, and even when it hurts, they continue doing it. So. And that's that's a great example. We talked about it. You know, we've got such a strong core of folks uh, that support us, and, and it really is. It's reaching out. It's it's like Jamie did. It's talking to mm-hmm. you and saying, "Hey," and it's it's on us. I mean, every day I look in the mirror, and it's we got to get out there and, and identify the people that are not involved. Um, but I will say, it's it's we can get a lot more done as a team of every Eagle Club member looking at their neighbor, going, "Hey." You need to get involved in this. Absolutely. Um, yeah, at the tailgate, you know, everybody at tailgate's with you. You know, if you get season ticket holders around you that aren't aren't a member of the Eagle Club, I mean, if nothing else, if you're a season ticket, you have to be a season ticket holder to get a parking pass. E- Correct. Eagle Club member and season ticket holder. Eagle Club, Correct. yeah, right. Yeah. So, you know, you, uh, we've got some season ticket holders that sit around us that, that I don't think are Eagle Club members. I guarantee you, everybody listening, everybody that will listen on the podcast, think about who tailgates at your tent normally. Think about your your group of people that always show up. Are every single one of those people Eagle Club members? If not, Maybe. harass them. Yeah. Uh, just get in their face and just make, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that Jason was able to take advantage of that, that some people may not be aware of is a, a lot of these companies you work for, they will have matching gifts. Ab- yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, that is, that's no cash out of your pocket. That's, we make it simple. You Send in your donation. Uh, if your company is a matching gift company, you get us that information. We contact them, uh, and that actually counts towards your giving. So it could elevate you a level. You receive recognition for that. Uh, so it's a tremendous, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's it's funds that we wouldn't receive unless that person was involved in us, with us. So if anyone's interested, how do they join the Eagle Club? Absolutely. Several different ways. Um, you can call our main office at 601 266 5299. Uh, that'll go directly to our front office and anybody would be gladly able to take uh, take that. Have uh, one of your friends contact us. Any one of our staff members uh, will come meet with you personally, lay it out, what works best for you. Uh, you can go to southernmiss.com. There's a tab that says donate now. Um, you know, call the university operator, uh, 601-266-1000. <laughs> they can direct you to us. Um, but we try and make it easy. We can, you want to make a payment at once, we can do that. If you want to split it up over 12 months, uh, you could do that. So we, we offer all those different opportunities. If you're into getting points on your credit card, we can do it that way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And the last thing too, you don't think about if uh, you know, you've got appreciated stock and want to avoid some capital gains, we'll take stock. Uh, those that have IRAs that have to start taking disbursements that don't necessarily need them, we can we can take them that way too to avoid tax penalties. Hey, that's awesome. I, you know, I saw that when I was looking, when I was trying to research this a little bit, I saw the stocks and securities and I, I had no idea, but I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, every bit of that just went completely over my head. It did. Just just keep doing the cash or whatever, yeah. or the automatic, and get get your company to double it. <laughs> my company needs to double it. That, somebody they need to step their game up. Well, we're about to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Brian Morrison. We're going to talk a little bit about the future of Southern Miss athletics. Got a little bit of football news as well. So you guys come right back to us right here on the Score fourteen hundred AM and News Radio. in Hattiesburg. To the top. Welcome back to To The Top Talk. We're in studio with... Jason Bailey and Brian Morrison. We've been talking Southern Miss. We've been talking the Eagle Club. So, Brian, you've been here now for 10 years, I think, next week. That's correct. What are some of your favorite memories from your time here at Southern Miss? Man, there's uh, putting me on the spot there. There's so many of them. Um, You know, I think one of my early favorite memories was uh, obviously 2009. Probably a lot of people know where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah. uh, we uh, went down to Florida. I remember it was about three or four staff members. We piled in uh, my truck, drove down there, got there for the first game, uh, and the, the stands were empty. We almost Southern Miss almost had more fans in Florida because I think Florida just thought, "Well, we're going to show up, win this game, and you know, be done with it." And well, we came out and obviously showed them we we're there, we we're, were there to play, and uh, won. And then that turned around that second game and beat them. And I mean, it's just you know the energy and just being a part of that uh, and seeing those guys succeed. All the hard work was tremendous and. Obviously, Coach Palmer's last year, and uh, he's become a, a very close friend. I've had the you know the pleasure of working with him, and so just being able to you know see him and the success of that was awesome. Um, the second one, I mean, it's hard to look past last year going yeah. up to Kentucky, opening it up, um, and just you know the you know the tremendous turnaround that we had there at halftime to come back and and beat them, and you know really start a good year to the season. Uh, so those are probably two of the top. How how far was that away from your neck of the woods? That was about. Four hours uh, from where I went to high school. Um, wow. So had, you know, it was exciting. Had a lot of family that was able to come down and be at the game uh, and got to, you know, share that moment with them and expose them to Southern Miss. Um, and so that that was a whole lot of fun. Um, so the first half of that game, you exposed, you know, I mean, if you're sitting there, <laughs> like, first half did not go well. So I'm sure before the game, you're filling them up saying, now we got this guy, we got that guy, we got speed on the outside, we got a, you know, NFL caliber quarterback, and then we're just getting hammered at halftime. So how did, how exactly did that play out? Yes, no, you're exactly right. I was, you know, the whole the whole week before. And uh, interesting, I've got a uh, a cousin. Her her uh, husband is a campus police officer for UK, uh, and so you know we had a, a lot of jarring going back and forth. And I had hyped my whole family up. They were all, you know, told them I said I'll get you tickets, but there's there's one rule: you're wearing Southern Miss shirts. So you know. <laughs> All of them are in their Southern Miss shirts, and uh, like you said, yeah, it's a, it's immediately come out the gate and uh, just just weren't putting the product on the field that we wanted. So I took advantage of that all-access pass and uh, w- wandered down onto the field to get away from them for a little bit. But, uh, 
then obviously the second half turnaround and what Jay and his staff did to uh, get those guys playing at the level that we know they can to, to come out. I think it's the biggest comeback we've, we've ever had. And, yes. and, and that's when I get really like OCD and superstitious. Like I wouldn't change clothes. Like I was like, this whatever I'm wearing is not working. So I'm, I'm going to go cha- change it up. That's uh, But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Of course, you know, I'm sure that the 2011 season was a blast as well. It was. It was actually that was uh, that was unique for me. That was the year that I was away from athletics, still was employed by the university. Oh um, wow! But it was fun watching it, you know, from kind of the sidelines of yeah. seeing the success and you know leading up to it, knowing how much hard work we had put into it uh, and, and where we had come from. So that that was a lot of fun as well. I remember sitting in my apartment watching that watching that game in December. Um, so great memories, and then. You know, the others, you know, it didn't turn out how we wanted it, but it was really special to me. And I think this football program was getting to that Dallas Bowl. Oh, yeah. Um, and just seeing, you know, Coach Munkin, uh, I think a lot of them stay in touch with him. You know, he had kept preaching not only to that team, but the staff of we're going to get this thing back to where everybody wants it. And, you know, just to see when those players stepped off that bus in Dallas into the Omni Hotel checking in just to see, you know, kind of that look on their face of, Man, he was right, and you know, look what we can accomplish. That was that was pretty special. So the the college landscape has been changing a lot over the past few years. What do you see in the future for Southern Miss athletics? A lot of positive things. Um, I think we are doing things now to position ourselves to be successful. Um, you know, everybody talks about conference realignment. Um, you know, what's going on with TV. There's a lot of things we can't control, um, and so you know you got to take that approach. You know, let's not fret about those. Let's do what we know we need to do uh, to be competitive on the field. I think at the end of the day, that's really going to be the test of time: is who's competitive on their playing surface. So whether it be football, obviously that's that's you know that's one of the driving engines of any athletic department in terms of revenue. Um, and so you know, making sure we resource it correctly. Uh, Coach Hobson's doing a phenomenal job with his coaching staff. Uh, but it's every sport, uh, you know, men's basketball, women's basketball. I, I don't, I don't want to name off because I know I'll forget one. One of the coaches <laughs> give me a hard time. But um, you know, all of our Olympic sports are doing tremendous right now. Um, you know, we've just we've got a great group of coaches, and I think that's what it starts with of having a staff of individuals um, that have you know the the right leadership styles that you want in them. Man, I was just I was thinking about yeah, you had the. I was gonna, I was gonna start naming them, but I'm not gonna do that now. Tory Bowie, that's all I'll say. Yes. That's we'll just we'll just roll with Tory. It's a nice on that one, one to hang your hat on there. Th- that is a nice one to hang your hat on there. What do you think about this football season? I'm excited. Um, I think it opens up. I mean, this is. I was looking back and I was talking to uh, uh, our assistant AD of communications, Jack Duggan, who I'm sure most of you know. But we were sitting there. You know, we're opening up for the second time in three years with an SEC opponent at home. Um, and, and really we're opening up the last three years playing an SEC opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it speaks to that. Remember when I first came here, and I, and I like it, it's that Southern Miss, anyone, anywhere, anytime. Uh, and I think that really holds true with this, that, you know, we're, we're not going to back down, and, and we, we want to face the best competition. And I know John Gilbert down, that's, that's how they feel. So excited about it. We open up uh, Labor Day weekend with Kentucky coming to town. Uh, I can promise you they're, they're preparing for us after what we did to them last year. Um, we're preparing for them. Uh, and then back-to-back, we come back in with Southern. So you're going to have two electric weekends on campus uh, to start the football season. Yeah, I can't wait. And that, you got to make sure that you stick around for both games, l- listeners. That just drives me crazy is when we have those back-to-back games and people will choose one. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to be the important part this year is, is we need that stadium packed every game. 
We got a great schedule. I mean, it's it's and it's kind of spread out too. It's not like we have too much. I remember one year there was like three or four weeks where we had it seemed like we had home games, and then we had to turn around like and a month off. Yeah, like a month off before right. we got to see any more football. So you know what's interesting about that first game is number one, uh, it's going to be really. It's three o'clock start, right? Four o'clock. Three four, o'clock. Three o'clock start. Yep, four Eastern. Four Eastern. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's. <laughs> It's going to be really hot for us. Yeah. Hopefully it's going to be really hot for Kentucky. Um, that's, you know, K- Kentucky's, I guess, is Kentucky considered part of the South? Uh, if you ask those in Kentucky, they could say It snows an awful lot <laughs> yeah. there, so I don't think so. Yeah. So, yeah, that 3 o'clock start time, man. Um, I mean, and this is, you know. right this, in our wheelhouse. I'd like to come out in all black for that one, too. We're, just to, we're, we're playing in a foot. We're playing with a football. It's not a round ball. You know, that's going to be something different that they're going to have to deal with. Good point. So it's oblong. It's oblong. It's an oblong football. So, and it's a different atmosphere at the Rock. People just don't realize how different it is down there. You can attest to this. Down there on the sidelines, the way the acoustics work in that stadium, when it's rocking and rolling, there's nowhere else like it. Yeah. It's, I mean, you talk about um, just, I mean, a tremendous recruiting standpoint. I mean, I've been down there when they bring those high schoolers out on the you know the field pregame for it. I mean, you just you watch them look up and their eyes just get you know as big as baseballs looking at the fans and you know like you said the noise it doesn't escape from there. And there is numerous ads in our league and outside our league, high resource leagues that talk about coming to Southern Miss and just how special it is because of the buy-in that our fans have and the excitement and, and, and our fans getting there and them being loud and you know. Their football team not being able to hear each other, so it's it's special. I want to go tailgate right now. And things like Eagle Walk are just so impressive. Oh yeah, you know, just super Always impressive. A blast. All right, guys, we got a few more segments left on to the top talk. You guys come right back to us right here on the Score fourteen hundred AM and News Radio ninety eight point one. It was nineteen eighty nine. My thoughts were short. My hair was long. We're rocking out right here in the studio onto the top talk with a little mega death in studio with Jason Bailey and Brian Morrison. Brian hasn't left yet. I'm impressed. You guys haven't kicked me out yet. We haven't kicked you out yet. I'll tell you what, I knew he was going to show up looking sharp every time I've ever seen this guy. I mean, I got... I, got, I look like I'm in a parrot head or something over here. I put on my very my very best flip flops. I don't think I've ever seen Brian. The, I think the most casual I've seen Brian is like a polo with slacks. Yeah, I've never seen him in anything. We got to get you out to more baseball games. Then I'm in shorts <laughs> all the time. <laughs> very good point. Well, that is a very good point. I, I do need to get out to more baseball <laughs> games. I saw this on Twitter and I thought it was cool. I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, so Casey Martin he tweeted out a video of Edo Smith. Talking about how this guy is the next LaShawn McCoy. And it 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 pretty much went viral. So Chad Johnson at Ocho Cinco tweeted to Edo Smith, uh, you're very you you special, you hear me? I'll see you on Sundays. Keeping it one hundred. So it was cool of Edo. I I mean, I guess Ocho Cinco saw that video and decided just to just randomly tweet at Edo. You know, Matt Barkley also yeah. he tweeted at Nick Mullins and said, you know, hey Nick, is this, this your, your guy? Or whatever. So, yeah, man, it's making the rounds, and it could not be a more impressive video. If you guys hadn't seen it, go, ahead, go and check it out. Um, it's just, what, about a minute-long clip of Ito just breaking ankles left and right. And Ito, I mean, we've known what Ito, Ito can do, but he kind of got 
I guess overshadowed by Nick Mullins in the passing offense some of the time. I mean, he was not Ito has never had to be the bell cow, but he's always been a major contributor. I mean, you watch that video; it's it's clear he was you know one of the best athletes on the field every time he took the field. So we're sitting here with Brian Morrison. We were talking about some of the things coming up this year. One of the cool things I'm excited about, this takes us back to the days of, of me and Bump. They're bringing back the 97 throwback jerseys Woo-hoo. for homecoming this year. Couldn't be more excited about that. And they're going to have the helmets, too. They're going to have the helmets to match. Yeah, it's going to be uh, you know credit to all involved. I know Patrick Stewart, our uh, assistant AD of equipment operations, really headed this up. It was his first. First year, I believe, was 96 or 97. So, oh, yeah. You know, it's, I know it's special for him to bring it back, but, I mean, it's everything. It's the jerseys or the true Vegas gold, the pants, uh, the attack eagle, the correct logo on the helmet. So uh, I'm excited to, to see them run out there for that game against North Texas and those. Well, they did a lot of things with the jerseys this offseason with the, with the you know, the gold uniforms, the gold pants. They're doing a lot of different things with them. They are. Uh, I was talking to Patrick uh, a week or two ago, and I think him and Coach Hopson really already have their plans laid out for what the team's going to wear every game this year already. So oh, wow. they've put a lot of thought into it. You'll see some different combinations, um, probably some different logos on the helmet this year uh, that I would share with you if they would share with me, but... I'm not in that circle of trust oh, right cool. now, so they're, <laughs> they're keeping uh, – I think they've kept that really between the, those two. So I, I'm excited, you know, the fan in me to, to be sitting there in the rock and watch them come running out. Hey, Patrick, let's put a put an eagle on there, you know what I'm saying? Put a <laughs> – Yeah, that's, that's really cool. I mean, that's the kind of stuff fans, fans get excited about that stuff, you know, and it's kind of – you kind of have to blow it out this year because this is the last year on our Russell Apparel deal, you know. It is, yes. Um, you know, Russell's been a great, uh, great partner for us. Is really uh, anything we've asked of them, they've they've accommodated and, and, and tried to you know go above and beyond. But uh, they're making a move, a shift to really focus on on high school and other things and get out of collegiate athletics. You've seen Georgia Tech; um, they're going away from them, Western Kentucky, and so uh, it just so happened it coincided with our our end of our apparel deal. So. John Gilbert's busy right now. Um, you know, we're getting a, a competitive bid process together. We want to go out and, and get the most lucrative deal for ourselves. Uh, so, obviously, Nike, Under Armour, Adidas uh, will be all engaged in that. And uh, we'll come away with, with a great partner and, and hopefully a very good financial deal for us as well. Big baller brand. Are they in the mix? Don't think so. Oh, okay. All right. Well, oh, well. <laughs> Hopes and dreams shattered. Um, but that's exciting. I mean, that, that, you know. The apparel deal is always something that's, that's been talked about, and, and Russell's been good. I mean, I've enjoyed the polos and stuff. I, I think that uh, you know, there's just a certain stigma that comes with with the other brands that that I think, uh, especially as far as recruiting goes, will be will be interesting. But I'm looking forward to see how it plays out. That being said, I love the jerseys we're wearing this year. I'm I'm really excited to see how all that plays out. So this whole show, we've been talking to Brian Morrison from the athletic department. You can read his title at southernmiss.com if you want to read that off, uh, Brian. Any final words to the Southern Miss fans out there? No, uh, you know, just like to thank, I know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, but, uh, you know, those that have been involved, thank you so much. Um, you know, it uh, it does not go unnoticed, believe me, whether it's you're giving a dollar uh, or you're giving $100,000. And what I, what I really like that John Gilbert's come in and said is, you know, we need you to be involved at whatever level you can, whether that's buying a single game ticket, we need you to do that. If that's joining the Eagle Club, we need you to do that. And that's if you have the resources to put your name on a building. We need you to do that. So we're going to continue uh, our team. Uh, we've got a great team in the Athletic Foundation Eagle Club. We've got Carolyn Bevillard, who just joined us, Lee Applewhite. Uh, I don't think there's a person in Hattiesburg, Summerall, 
any of the surrounding areas that Lee doesn't know or doesn't know of Lee, Cody Bilstein, Kendall Towie, uh, and Michelle Harvey, our graduate assistant. So invite you to come out. Um, like I said, all my contact information is on our website. You can call Jamie up. Don't mind at all. I'm giving my cell phone to you. Please call me if we can ever be of assistance. Um, we just really need your support. Um, and as we talked about earlier, we can be your second favorite team. If, if you didn't graduate from Southern Miss and you graduated from another institution, but you can't get back there every game day, we want you to come be one of our fans, uh, and we will do everything we can to gain your support and make sure you have a good time. That was Brian Morrison talking. I did not say that. He said that uh, Southern Miss is always the best team. So, <laughs> nah, yes. no, I agree, Brian. Yeah, you, you, got, you got a lot of transplants living here in Hattiesburg. You know, come out. It's always a great time, even if you're not a fan. Come out and have a, have a blast with us at The Rock. Brian, man. Love you. Appreciate you coming on the show, man. Keep in touch. We'll be seeing you on September 2nd. Thank you, Jamie. Jason, appreciate all you do. We got one more segment. You guys come right back to us right here on To The Top Talk. All right, welcome back to the Top Talk. Let's shut it down. Special thanks to my guest today, Brian Morrison. You can follow him on Twitter, at USM Eagle Club. Go join the Eagle Club while you're at it. Billingball's birthday is tomorrow. Mine is on Friday. Get your Eagle Club membership. That's all we want. That's all we're asking for. Uh, This show has now been listened to in 30 countries. Shout out to our listener in Australia this week. We've been listened to in every every continent with the exception of Antarctica. That's going to be a tough pull. That's going to if you guys know anybody in Antarctica, send this to them and tell them to listen to it because we're going worldwide, obviously, and Antarctica <laughs> is the one. You know, even if they're on that one piece that fell off, get on that and 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 listen to the it's show. Just like those lazy people up in Antarctica. I know, right? Forty-two states as well, so we got eight states left to go. If you live in one of those states, I'm not reading them off. Uh, <laughs> listen to this show. Um. You can follow us on Twitter at to the top talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington. You can follow Jason at Bumper J Bailey, and you can follow Fake J Hobson at Fake J Hobson. Facebook as well. To the top talk, Jamie Arrington comedy. Next comedy show, Tuesday night. Bill Ingvall from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour will be at the Sanger here in Hattiesburg for this year's Laugh for Life show. The proceeds go into the International Myeloma Foundation as well as Cure Childhood Cancer. A few tickets left. Go get them. Laughs, the number four, life.com. Last4life.com. Going to see you guys out there Tuesday night. It's going to be an amazing show. The opener's amazing, too. You you, you guys will love him. Um, big three parties. We missed the two this week. We were all amped up about going to these parties, and for whatever reason, we didn't make it to the one in Jackson or the one on the coast. But there's one in Hattiesburg. The 22nd annual Eagle Fanfare. It's going to be Saturday, August the 12th from 2 to 4 p.m. at the Thad Cochran Ballroom. That Cochran Center Ballroom, admission $5 per person or $20 per family. Children ages 6 and under are admitted for free. Then next week, you should have received an email about this. There's a season ticket holder sneak peek social. That's Thursday, August the 3rd. Season ticket holder exclusive. If you don't know about that and you're a season ticket holder, check your email because it's in there somewhere. I've gotten several notices about it. I RSVP'd. You have to RSVP to go to this thing. So be sure you do that. It's going to be a great time. Well, Jason, we didn't get to talk about everything that's going on, obviously, but we had a great visit with Brian. Really appreciate him coming in the studio. Um, this week, Ito Smith 
was named to the Doak Walker Award watch list for the nation's best running back. So, you know, no surprise there. As Ito obviously is, as as Chad Ochocinco can attest, is is one of the best mm-hmm. running backs in the country. I agree. We had a couple of commitments as well. Uh, Curry Ben, he is a six foot, one hundred seventy pound cornerback from Landry Walker in New Orleans, and T.J. Harvey, long snapper out of Shaw, Georgia. So, a couple more commitments for the twenty eighteen signing class. Join Eagle Club. Join Eagle Club. You guys go out. Tell your friends if you're not if you're not in it. Tell your friends. Wait, wait. If you're in it, tell your friends. If you're not joining, then tell your friends, and then tell them about this podcast. <laughs> tell them to enjoy some of the black and gold gospel we bring to you each and every week. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk.